Well, happy Sexual Assault and Abuse Month. Smack and rape some bitches. April 14, 2021, this is Rare Encounter, Encounter number 40! Woo! And bringing glory to the five-color flag, I'm Abel Kirby. And growing older but not wiser, I'm Cold Acid. Alrighty. We're back. Back! Back! And I got the King of Beers in with black? me. In black? No, we're back in red. With black glass, I guess. Yeah. I got my Budweiser. What's that you got there? I heard, I heard that. That was a Budweiser. Budweiser. Yeah. Let's get out of the way. Ba, 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 da, ba, ba, da. And what I got was that? Cider. cider. I got a cider. Yep, it, yep, yep. Is this one as lame and uh, unremarkable as the last couple you've mentioned? It might be. <laughs> I've had it before, though, and I don't recall hating it so much that I would never get it again. Well, obviously, you it's keep drinking Reinhardt's it. It's <laughs> Reinhardt's Red Apple Light Cider. Oh, it's apple. Yes, Red Apple. I prefer green apples for eating. But I think red apples make for better cider. Mm. And what kind of proof is the, the cider again? And it's not bad. Um, this one, let me pull it out of the jacket. And 3.8. 3.8. Oh, that's not bad. That might be... Yeah. Like I said, it's a light cider. Yeah, Budweiser's like 5. Uh, not, Budweiser not is 5%. water. 5% uh, by volume, I think. Oh, it's fine. It's the king of beers. What can he do? The king of beer is more like the king, the fool of beers. You know, when you're cooking uh, something with uh, beer, like if you're making a chicken and you got to put beer in it, you can pour Budweiser mm, and it makes beer it better. Beer can chicken. Yeah. Beer can chicken. Or, that's, about, uh, that's about all that American beer is good for, doing uh, beer can chicken. Beans. What about beans? Beans, okay, mate. Maybe beans. Beans are good, too. Yeah. And roast, pot roast. Get up on my pot roast with the Budweiser. It's pretty good. Pot roast uh, likes the beer too. Maybe. Pot roast likes the beer too. <laughs> oh boy! So we got a couple things going on around here. Uh, we had uh, some anime that we actually were watching. At least I was. Yeah, we both watched it. <laughs> you want to jump into it? We've been in the anime uh, slump for a while. We haven't talked about any of anything for a little while. Not in any detail. Yeah, but uh, I think we should. I think there's some things that we should do before that. We've got some actual people to thank. Oh yeah! With this episode, yeah, people, yeah, are, we we got we got a couple of donations. All right, so we have, and so we have from Dewadnum, woohoo! A whopping zero point zero 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 three three bitcoins. <laughs> really makes it which sound last big. I checked is about is about uh, twenty five to thirty. Canadian dollars, but seeing that we've broken 60k on the bitcoins, it's probably a bit more than that now. <laughs> so, yeah. thanks, Dwadnam. You're our executive producer tonight. Yeah, thank you so much, Dwadnam. Break in. We waste. also got an anonymous donation of $10 as Ten, well. $10 from yep. who knows who. Yes, well, I saw the name and email address, but they said I'm going to be anonymous. And is our policy going to be that unless you um, specifically say mention me on the show, then uh, we'll consider you anonymous? We need to set some ground rules, you know what I mean? I think what it's going to be is, if you want to be anonymous, say that you're anonymous. And otherwise, we'll read 
what otherwise, just otherwise me being the person I am will waste my time sending an email to verify. Uh -huh. Because this person did not have any sort of note whatsoever when they threw us some money over PayPal. Uh -huh. Well, thank you, Anonymous, whoever you are. I'm sure you're an excellent person. I'm sure he is, too. Uh, let's see. We have um, a couple things that we don't mention on the show enough. One is we have our website, rareencounter.net. We got all our links up there. If you want to tune in and listen live, we always broadcast at 7 p.m. Eastern. Eastern time is important. You might be confused if you don't understand time zones like some of you out there. But Eastern time is when we broadcast at 7 p.m. Uh, every Wednesday. And you can always tune in. The link's on the website. We also have our chat room. You can jump in and uh, say hi to us, yell at us, and sometimes I'll ignore you. And if you're lucky, if you're really having a good day, you know, if all the stars align, I might read what you say. And Carblane says hi with two eyes and an exclamation point. So yeah, there we go. Hi, Carblane! Hi! We got NetNet up in here. Yeah, we got all kinds of fun people hanging out with us and i was talking to sir bemrose earlier he's hanging out tonight yeah i noticed that <laughs> he wanted to talk about uh um, he, he hate he hate listens to us yeah, so he, he he enjoys listening to you and hate listens to me yeah <laughs> uh geez well you know when we're talking about other podcasts let's mix up this whole order we don't even have a, a schedule for the show you know we had a couple other podcasts going on uh let's see grumpy old ben's i was trying to listen to that whole episode uh today and i couldn't get through it they're uh 151. i got through it i i didn't listen to it today i listened to it yesterday after work <laughs> this whole this whole like last week and this week and next week it's all it's all teams meetings pretty much all day long so i've not been able to i've not been able to listen to anything live other than hog story on monday night ah that's a shame it's always fun not not that i do it very much but it's always fun to be listening live i did listen to hog story live too they had their uh, episode 174 the listen dispenser which i suppose is listen dispenser <laughs> listen dispenser i think maybe spencer I'd say is, on that uh, episode yeah I, voicemail did you hear my voicemail yeah, of course I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and happy birthday, by the way. Thank you very much. Uh, and, to, and to Sir uh, Matthew as well. Yes, who also celebrated a birthday. Yes. It was April. Our friend from Franchi, Canada. <laughs> from, uh, you go to the Northeast and then you go Northeaster. That sounds about right. <laughs> you, go, you go Northeast until people aren't speaking English anymore. Yeah. And they spit at you if you do. <laughs> Uh, what else do we got going on? Let's see. Um, we had Abs and a Six Pack was recording. I didn't even know they were recording until they uh, started, but I listened to uh, uh, Sir Seat Sitter on there interviewed uh, Kretsch from Our Big Dumb Mouth. Uh, that was actually a really fun thing. I, I don't know when I jumped in. Maybe it was an hour before they finished. I could have jumped in, you know, halfway through. I, I didn't even know they were recording. But uh, I actually mirrored that stream on the Rare Encounter uh, stream just for a little bit. Uh, the main reason that I do that sometimes is because Abs in a Six Pack, as you know, streams over friggin' Twitch. And it's terrible, especially if you want to listen on a phone or something. If you, the, the, if you try and listen on the phone, it keeps trying to pause it when you shut off the screen. And I don't want to have the screen on all the time. So I stream it through the rear counter thing just, to, uh, just so I can listen. But There's that plus the fact that Twitch is run by censorious assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around. Um, just to close things out before we move on to some other topics, 
uh, Nick the Rat tonight is revealing something at 11 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> that he was exposing up. himself last week. He was exposing something last week, and now he's, he's revealing something, so I don't know. I think there's a trend. I wonder what next week's going to be. Flashing? Flashing. <laughs> Maybe he has, like, Ronan Farrow on, and I just didn't notice. It's hard because his RSS got fucked up, and for some reason it doesn't load right in my podcast catcher. That's no good. Yeah, I should really bitch because I've tried to listen to his show a couple more times. It's just not uh, it's not coming through. All right, but enough about that. Well, I've been doing some uh, shopping for uh, for an apartment out here, and that's maddening. It's the same thing we had uh, last year. All of the leasing offices are remote. <laughs> Everyone's working from home, and so you can't, like, walk in and talk to someone. You can't call the office and have someone pick up. It goes through, like, a switchboard and it goes to someone's cell phone. It's absolutely infuriating. And so I've been miserable, and between that, I got sick and all this other bullshit going on. You know, all he was doing was sitting at home watching TV, <laughs> being miserable for, uh, for a couple days there. And yet you pulled out a solo podcast episode. For your <laughs> <Yeah>. other show, <laughs> yeah, I the put, one you're trying to get, you're, the one you're trying to kick off, that is smarter than ours. <laughs> no one is dumber than all of us. That's what they say, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Did you listen to it? No, I haven't yet. Oh, I want to do it. It's on the it's on the playlist. You're so. the one I want. I want the uh, the opinion for it. And there's um there's no RSS for it yet because. I've been trying to come up with a name for it, and so maybe that's something uh, the community can help me with. Uh, I, I came up with a few names, and they're on a list. I don't want to say them out loud because it'll poison the well. Um, if anyone has an idea of what to call this damn podcast, uh, you could. Yeah, send uh, send send your send your ideas to Abel Kirby at rareencounter.net. Oh yeah, I forgot I have an alias email, don't I? Oh, that's sweet. You do. Yeah. So do I. Well, we I, haven't gotten any hate mail yet, or at least I haven't. I don't know about you. No, no, no. We don't announce it on the show enough. Well, That's true, too. Well, yeah. I was laying around being miserable. Um, I was watching TV, and I saw a commercial on there, which was for a product I'd never seen before. And I kept trying to clip this damn thing before um, I just realized I processed it with the... Never mind. The, uh, it was a com commercial for a... A dog toy, and the dog toy is like a a toy dog. So you you give your dog another dog to use as a toy, I guess. But inside it, it has like a zipper compartment, and inside it, you put a little box of electronics, and it has like a speaker in it. And I think it has a warming pad that you put in, and so it makes the uh, the plush toy uh, warm, so it's lifelike. And the little speaker plays a heartbeat. Okay. So it's like... Mm-hmm. And apparently this is calming for the dogs. They like the fact that there's a heartbeat in the background. I was trying to get the commercial. The commercials are full of wacky stuff. I think it's calming for people, too. This was... very. I want to be very clear about this. This wasn't something for, like, kids with anxiety or anything. This was for your dog. It was a dog toy for a dog. And in the commercial, they were like, it's going to make your dog happy. It makes your dog think it's sleeping with another dog. And, uh, I don't know. I was disappointed. I couldn't find the clip. All, so all I got was a heartbeat. <laughs> this was a, a sample of the heartbeat that was on YouTube. It was really, uh, disappointing. So, so I'll say that, I'll say that, yeah, that probably is a good thing for dogs because they are very social animals. Hmm. 
Uh, something about the robot the heartbeat. Other th the other thing is too, with the, the heartbeat thing, like last night I was finding it difficult to sleep at first and I put on this, I put on like this asthma track for sleep that I found and it included like a really quiet heartbeat that you don't exactly hear, but you, you feel it and it helps it, it, relax you and helps you fall asleep easier. Am I the only one who's read Edgar Allan Poe here? I think it's creepy. I think it's, that's all I can think about is like the heartbeat under the floor. <laughs> you know? It's, it's the beating of... <laughs> I mean, I think I hear something. I think I hear something too. Let's listen. It only works for so long. Of that hideous heart. I, I think I hear. And then, and then, neither of them won. Ralph won mm. because he had he had Star Wars action figures in the original packaging. <laughs> I'm smart, this smart kids. I'm smart. This, oh, I bent my Wookie. <laughs> Fucking Simpsons. I tried to watch more of that. I just couldn't. You know. Simpsons have done fucking everything. Uh, 89. They're older than, uh, well, they're older than plenty of people. Yeah, fuck. They've been, Simpsons is so old, they've been voting in several elections already. <laughs> well, speaking of things that are old, uh, I've got a topic from last week that we, uh, we uh, brought up just briefly. It was one of your topics, actually. It was the LLSVPs. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. The S-Waves. The S-Waves is what I put on. You must be reading my notes. Uh. Yeah, I'm looking at them. Yeah. Um, do you want to summarize the, the topic from, from last week real quick? Uh, we were talking about the low, well, the large, low, sheer velocity uh, areas, regions, regions. Yeah, I can't remember what the stupid uh, title was. Now i got to look it up. It's it was what, about, it was about the... What caused the moon and these and these regions, the the crashing of the Theia protoplanet into Earth, back in back in the formation era. Yeah, um, I went and read the paper, and I thought it was kind of dumb. Honestly, it. Uh, I found the paper they were talking about in the, in the article. It had already been published. I got a PDF for it on my work computer, <laughs> which means it's not in my notes. And. Uh, and I read through it. It was kind of, I don't know, it was mediocre, but it, it led me down this rabbit hole where I want to understand more about these uh, L, what was the stupid acronym there? These areas that have L low, shear, low shear velocity. Um, and so the idea is that um, when we... I, I've, I've, got the, I've got the old article open. Large low shear velocity provinces. Yeah. So it turns out that some of the, the assumptions that I made in that episode, I think, turned out to be right, where what they're really doing is they're looking at, well, when there's earthquakes, um, you know, there's waves that are emitted from beneath the earth. And if we have a bunch of sensors on the surface of the earth, we can find out where those waves came from. And then if we know where they came from, we can kind of project back and find out um, something about what the material they passed through was. Um, so, like, what's the density of the parts of the Earth that we can't actually see? So, obviously, everything we have is on the crust of the Earth. And then we have all these different layers, and they, they define all these different areas, like the mantle and all this stuff. And the outer core and the inner core are all based on observations of seismic waves, as far as I can tell. That's the main thing that they actually base everything on. 
and uh, the the wave that we're talking about here is a shear wave. So there's a couple different ways that uh, you know waves. There's different kinds of waves that can move through. Um, Material, so you can have longitudinal waves, which are kind of like sound waves. But then the the waves that they're talking about are shear waves, which are more like electromagnetic waves. So they can be polarized. The wave, you know, uh, the the displacement vector is orthogonal to the direction of propagation. Is the only way I know how to say it. I need to work on my <laughs> on my simplification thing. Uh, yeah, how to dumb things down so the normies understand. That's actually the which reason... in this case includes me. Uh, I will admit. The real reason I, I worked on that other podcast was to try and practice. <laughs> That's the, the, the real no-shit reason I wanted to do it, is just practice that kind of thing. But uh, let me see if I can work through this. And so there's some interesting things happen is they find out that there's certain regions well below the surface of the Earth where all the waves move a lot slower than in you know the rest of the, uh, the, the adjacent areas. And so they call these regions the low shear velocity uh, areas or clusters. Provinces. They called it providence, provinces in the paper, but they, they didn't always call it in this. some of the other research I saw. And so they basically said, hey, how come these are moving slower? Well, it turns out that means they, they must have more mass. And so there's some, like these, these giant clusters of mass um, that's a little more massive than the, uh, or it's a little more dense, I should say, than, uh, than the areas around it. And there's one centered kind of right underneath Africa, like way deep under the earth. And there's one under the Pacific Ocean. And the, uh, these, the maps you can get of them look really freaking cool. I put a, a PDF in, uh, in the show notes that we can link to. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, where it has all these, uh, let me see if maybe I'll pop it in for the troll room to. I'm already ahead of you on that. Oh, you already put it in? Yeah. You see, I don't think of it well, very much. Well, since I have it open right in front of me, right? And it's very easy to copy the link and paste it into the chat. Yeah. So here's the thing that I took away from this. The the paper that I put in is a meta-analysis. So that they have a bunch of different people who all made estimates of where these areas are. And someone said, oh, I'm going to take everyone's data and overlay it and see where it lines up. And see where they agree there's uh, there's areas or regions of like really high density below the earth. Here's the thing that I didn't see anyone talk about that's in this paper is if you look at it, there's kind of these really red areas, and those are the the really high density places that are beneath the earth. And then there's the thing is there's also these blue areas which are really low density. So it's like, what's that, Doug? Is that like the, where the caverns are? If there's less density, is like, the, like, like the one in in the core that they drill through. <laughs> yeah, you know, is that what this is? Is all these blue areas, you know, maps to the, uh, you know, where the mole men live? Giant, giant fucking geode stuck in the <laughs> middle of the mantle. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking when I saw. It. I thought it was kind of fun. So, and anyway, the pictures are cool to look at, and they have all these uh, really kind of neat diagrams showing where everything is and how deep it is, and and you. It's just so weird to see structures beneath the earth when you kind of imagine it's all kind of uh, homogenous. You know, it's all kind of smoothed out, or you'd assume it would be. But it's just wild. Yeah, it's pretty wild looking at this, honestly. Pa- page 10 has these uh, these kind of crazy, you can see the lumpy shapes of everything. It's like, wow, there's a bunch of shit going on down there that we can't see. You know, makes you wonder. Yeah. I have some hope well, that... Oh, go ahead. One day we'll drill to the core and we'll find it all out. Hopefully we won't need to set off nukes to get the core going again. Yeah. 
That's <laughs> like the stupid movie. That was such a, this is such a stupid movie, <laughs> and yet I couldn't stop watching it. Oh, man. It is one of those, huh? Core. It is one of those. I've not seen that in a long time. It's probably worth a rewatch Hon- Honestly, someday. Honestly, like, those, movies like that, and also The Day After Tomorrow, these ones where, <laughs> where they, like, take a huge steaming shit on science... Essentially, trying to trying to figure out their own bullshit. Like somehow they end up actually being pretty entertaining films. Yeah. What was the other one? There was uh, twenty twelve. Remember twenty twelve? <laughs> Let's not speak of that one. <laughs> that a, that's kind of, that's almost a decade old. My God. Yeah. Holy crap! Time flies, yeah, doesn't time it? Time flies. I think we might have to do an episode just dedicated to bad movies one of these days. <laughs> oh, well, I got, I mean, I've got material. Have you ever seen uh, Basket Case? No. Basket Case? Ah, my sister made me watch all these uh, ones. Uh, Basket Case is in the gritty 1970s. <laughs> the seedy New York, I think it's New York, and there's a guy looking for an apartment. Hey, he's kind of like me. It's like I'm looking for an apartment. And he's walking around with a big giant basket he carries around. He's checking in. He's looking for a place to stay. And they go, hey, bud, what's in the basket? And he goes, oh, you know, clothes. And he's got, it was, obviously, there's not clothes in the basket. He's oh, whatever, kid. And he goes in. And come to find out, there's something in the basket. <laughs> <laughs> and so the the someone comes in his room and they they uh they open up the basket and they scream <laughs> and that's the trailer you know it's uh so what's in the basket it's the basket case and i won't spoil it it's it's a fucking good one at least for the first movie they made like three or four sequels too it's kind of like leprechaun they just kept rolling leprechaun uh, or sharknado oh! it's got a whole fucking franchise worth of films oh yeah i like that one though it's fun 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 Daddy took her T-bird away. <laughs> what, what have you been Good up to reference. cold? What have you been up to cold? And besides working like a slave? Besides teams meetings. Well, <laughs> I've wrapped up uh, Prisma Ilya 2-way hurts. Uh-huh. I'm still holding out for the three-way. Uh, so next on the platter is... Uh, there's an actual Prisma Ilya movie that follows the series, <sighs> and then a long one-episode OVA after that. But you won't. So watch- I still have to watch those before I'm done. Before I'm done with this shit. You're watching this guard. You know the Heaven's Feel movies are really good, dog. Like legitimately good <laughs> movies, and you're watching this garbage instead. It's this. It's like, what's the worst version of this franchise? You know, what can I? <laughs> Okay, I could be I could be watching I could be watching Heaven's Gate. <laughs> Heaven's Gate. Wait a minute. Was that the cult in the 90s? I think the cult named themselves after the movie. I'm not sure. There was a cult called Heaven's Gate back in the back in the 90s, but there's yeah, the, also like a 7-hour movie. Yeah, the spaceship took them all away, so they're not here anymore. Yeah. Oh, 1980. Here we go. Heaven's Gate, 1980, uh, has Christopher Walken in it. Christopher Walken. I'm Christopher it's a Western. Walken. It is? During the Johnson County War in 1890, Wyoming, a sheriff born into wealth does his best to protect immigrant farmers from rich cattle interests. Mm-hmm. 
stars Chris Christopherson, Christopher Walken, John Hurt. John Hurt. All right, I might be on board if John Hurt's in it. You know, he's the guy in Alien where the thing bursts out of his chest. Yeah, I know. <laughs> in the best you know scene that in the he, movie. He, repri- he reprised that in Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he uh, jumps out and he starts doing the... Uh, uh, what's the frog's name from uh, Looney Tunes? Uh, nah, I can't remember the damn frog's oh, name. He Michigan sing- J. Frog or something. <laughs> yeah. It's... Oh, boy. He's singing his song, dancing down the, uh, the diner uh, bar. So apparently, Heaven's Gate actually has a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. But back when the movie came out, it bankrupted United Artists. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen the movie. So the original, the short version of the movie is 149 minutes. That's the short version. (laughs) Okay. That's actually not short, but okay. No, that that is far from short. That is... That is, like, what, two and a half hours? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't even know where to find the find the actual, like, full the full time of it. Because IMDB now hides a whole bunch of shit unless you're logged in. And fuck that bullshit. I'm not doing that. Oh, here we go. Runtime, 219 minutes. Jeez. Or 149 minutes for the 1981 recut. 217 minutes for the 2012 director's recut. Jeez, Louise. Yes, the director's recut is two minutes shorter than the original runtime. Mm. Oh, well. I don't know. I, I'm not... I don't think I can watch it anymore. It's too long. No, I don't no, have the extension pay. I can't even listen to Grumpy Old Ben's when it's too long. You Man, I didn't mind it being so long. Just <laughs> that vel- that velvety voice of Larry's just... Man, if I was a chick, I would be all You'd over You'd be... Them. Look, we know you're wet anyway. <laughs> not be... No, today I'm not. I haven't spilt anything on me yet. Oh, uh, jeez. Well, you know, if we're going to... Let me still throw a little bit of shade on Grumpy Old Beds and say, right at the beginning of the episode when they, uh, they're talking about the, the great audio quality they have... And Larry has the best audio quality. And right when he said, like, the first thing he says after that, it's a, like a Skype garble. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oops. <laughs> I think it was planned. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you can believe whatever you want. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It's like, oh, well, you know, I'm not laughing at people's misfortune, but maybe I'm a little... <laughs> I'll, I'll laugh at people's misfortune. Yeah, <laughs> I'll try and get them to laugh along with me when I when I do it. But uh, I try and make them cry. Yeah, and meanwhile, meanwhile, you're you're talking about like Larry <laughs> having bad sound. Darren's all, Darren was almost as bad as me d- during our show. <laughs> in in one fifty forever. Yeah, I like I like how Sir Bemrose put it: comchasms, comchasms. And holy crap! Yeah, I'm. Like, Darren, for, for that three-hour runtime, I think, like, two and a quarter hours of it was Darren. Mm. It could be. And he, he, and he complained about Sir Gene talking forever, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, you, you don't have a leg to stand on there, Darren. Not after, not after Monday. Yeah. But Sir Gene was on. Did we talk about that show much? I listened to that... You know, the way I listen to it is I, I 
put it on a little bit and then usually have a meeting on Monday or something. So I'll just turn on, turn down all the sound. I'll do my meeting. I'll come back in like an hour, turn it on and catch the end. Anyway, I had like a meeting that went on and on and on and on. I went back and I turned it on and I'm expecting the stream to be over. It's still going. <laughs> yeah. It was like, holy crap. How long is this damn episode? Ah, uh, well. Yeah. So yeah, Ryan, I will stop complaining about you interrupting. Because after that last episode, it's obvious that the show needs somebody who interrupts. Yeah. I think you interrupt too little. I think you should get like an air horn or something and just blast it. Like Let him know that. who's boss. Every every time Darren starts running off too much. <laughs> well, wait. Yours I, is... I can send you that clip if you want it, Sir Bemrose. Just say the word. Yours is meaner than mine. That's all mine yeah, is. Yeah, mine, mine's pretty damn hardcore. Ah, uh, well. Yay! I also got this one, though. What? 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 Yes, so you do. my favorite sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh boy oh boy hey uh we uh we had some anime we were going to talk about besides uh well you talked about prisma Ilya. besides prisma Ilya, yeah um, which was actually the last the battle in the in the last two episodes of uh two-way hurts was actually pretty intense i got i got to admit hmm. and then at the the denouement from it just Hit me right in the fucking feels. I, I will admit, I, I was I was just trying to hold back the tears. <sighs> but you won't watch the like the good version of Fate Stay Night. All right, I'll stop badgering you about it. Remember, the only reason I started watching this in the first place is because John C. Dvorak said I should and write a blog post about it. Yeah, he said. And instead of a blog post, we have a podcast where I can bitch about it. Instead of a instead of watching an episode, you watched like two seasons in a movie, and you're watching the the OVA crap or whatever. <laughs> No, he wanted me to watch the entire first season, the ones that I have oh, on DVD. Oh boy, oh boy. All right, fine. Okay, well, I listened, I uh, I was uh, picking through some of the new stuff that's out there, and uh, one of the new shows that's coming out this season caught my eye, and it is called 86. 80 it caught my eye, too. 86. Did you also watch it? Yes, I did. Oh boy, this is this is synchronicity. I got super excited by this one. The major is a top cute, but uh, I'm waiting to see how she gets broken by the 86s. Oh, yeah, and you know it's going to happen, too. So let, let's back up and, and explain some of the premise of this show. It's a, it's a mecha anime, which is a genre which features basically, you know, warfare through robots and uh, you know, giant al robots. Doesn't always. I mean, Pat Labor was mecha, and it wasn't warfare. It was just police. Okay, sure. That uh, I'll give you that. Um, in this case, it is warfare, and so they have this uh, the eighty five districts of the uh, uh, the Brave New World are all uh, living in peace and living in their you know consumer. Uh, I don't know how yes, you describe th this this repu this uh, rebel republic that's uh, that's been conquering the empire they split off from piece by piece and more or less have that empire on its last legs at this point. Yep. They um they they have this moral high ground. You know, they're they're fighting with completely um <coughs> they they <coughs> they have a uh, a program where all of their um combat is done by unmanned systems. 
And yes, what we find out drones and and so when all of these things get blown up, you know, there's all kinds of casualties in combat, but no one died, and so it's uh, it's all okay. Well, we find out like in the first five seconds of the the episode that that's kind of bullshit. And they uh, one of the things they're doing is they actually have, they have uh, people piloting these things, but they've set it up in some weird way. Uh, you know, they've convinced themselves, well, you know, we're only using these this lower class of this lower cast of people, and there aren't really people anyway. And so, you know, when they die, for it's those not a casualty. Who even know, <laughs> yeah. And for those who who, who know about sure, it, no one I'm cares. I'm not even sure the major knows herself. She might just think they're. They're AIs that are complex enough that they can actually communicate with her without it seeming like those those fucking like helper bots on websites where it just pops up like, would you like some assistance when you're like browsing through the help pages or something? I I didn't catch that. I thought that um, she thought like she understood that they were human, uh, but I don't know. It's um, it's an interesting premise. And so anyway, um, she's. No, One my, of the the, my, only feeling, people, my the, feeling on it. Let me let me oh, let me ahead. express this before before you continue. My feeling is that she thinks that they are sufficiently advanced AI that they should like have human rights and shit, and doesn't actually realize that they are real humans. Yeah, and, and like they keep don't in interact. mind also, like she was she was surprised by the fact that like somebody could be driven to suicide by by these things, which gives which gives the idea that. She thinks they are they are machines that she's like linking into and and giving directions, but they're still like AI controlled stuff. That Otherwise, she'd be like if if she knew they were actual people on the other side, then she'd be then she'd have like yeah, they probably could get into her head and and cause somebody to commit suicide. So they never interact. We have the major who's, it seems like she's the main character. She's, you know, this young prodigy in the military. And and her job is basically she goes into like the drone control center. She sits down in front of a computer and she talks to people on essentially a headset. I don't think she's she's not a prodigy. She's just the only one who actually takes everything that's going on seriously. Because at this this Uh, point, the war is all but one and the rest of the rest of the military people there are all just like fucking around and drinking on the job nope she's the youngest uh she was like the youngest person to ever make it to this far they made a point that she she is kind of a prodigy yes promoted to major but then keep in mind that that general there is her uncle there might be a little bit of nepotism going on well i don't know we'll see what really happens it's an interesting premise and so okay and and the opposite side of the story, you know, there's the, sort of the camera follows this those one group of people, which are all, you know, in the, the first 85 districts. And then there's the 86th, which is the ragtag group of uh, the, the people who actually have to fight the war. And they're, I yes, don't know, the I don't know how to that describe does them. not officially exist. They're, um, I don't know, it's hard to describe. They're uh, scrappy. They're apparently really yeah. good. Well, this is this is like the this is like the crack unit, right? This is this is their top unit of these uh, of these uh, mecha. Oh yeah. Oh, we should we should mention. Here's the last thing I'm going to say about this: squadron. is the the uh, the 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 conflict that's introduced at the first is. So we have uh, the major. She comes in. She's like the only one who seems to have any sympathy or empathy for uh, what's going on. 
And the unit she gets put in charge of is kind of famous because everyone who's ever been in charge of it is committed suicide or been transferred out or something bad happened to them. So they call him, what do they call him, the Reaper Squadron or something? The Reaper is the is the code name of the of the first you or the first member of this squadron. He was like the platoon leader. Yeah, I don't know. We haven't met any of the other characters yet. I'm waiting for episode two. The whole premise sounds really cool. Um, we, we've seen we've seen like more than just glimpses of the other ones in the unit. I don't. I, I didn't even see any. And we names. saw we saw the end of uh, of one of them. We saw a montage with a bunch of cats. <laughs> That's what I remember. No, uh, there's well. only one cat, and the and the guy that the cat jumped on died. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'll be looking for episode two to find out uh, what goes on next. So 86, the name of it was 86, spelled out the words 86. And then, for some reason, in parentheses, it also has the number 86. And, uh, you know, 86 so, always... Just in case you weren't sure. Yeah. 86 always meant to me, you know, if you were at a, say you were at a bar and you got 86, do you know what that means? It means you got fucked up. It means you got kicked out and you were told never come back. That's what 86 means. Is your, ah. uh, it, it doesn't mean you were drunk. It means you were, uh, the management has Given said you're, you're no longer yeah. allowed to come here. Don't come back. That's what 86 means. You get 86 from restaurants or bars and stuff. So I don't know if that plays into the title at all. I wouldn't be surprised that they they try and do these so clever things a lot with uh, with show titles. Oh well, onward. That's uh, that's the only thing I'm watching now. Uh, I tried to watch a little bit of uh, uh, what was it, the Nagataro show. I can't. Yeah, I, I'm. I, wa- I watched the first episode, and honest, honestly, I'm not too pleased with it compared to the compared to the manga. I shut it off. I didn't finish the first episode. I said this is really bad. I, fin- I don't care. I finished it, but yeah, it's. I don't give a shit. I'm not it watching. It just doesn't. It. it just doesn't feel right after reading the manga. It just doesn't feel right. So, something about like, so there's what's this take place? It's a story that takes place in middle school, and it's just like watching someone uh, get beat up, and then they'll never see it up for himself. And it's about like one guy who just gets picked on by a girl all day and that's the whole show and uh, nothing good ever happens and it's basically just her insulting him for uh, 22 and a half minutes or 26 minutes yeah, i don't know i get like 15 the minutes ma- and the I'm manga done. actually get the manga actually gets better it's uh, the manga the manga is pretty cute it it actually expresses that there's more there's more to her teasing and bullying than just uh, than just like torturing him for the lulls it, the way it and i've read some of the manga too but it's you know i, I don't know i didn't like it that much uh yeah, when i the, read it and I, I certainly am not into this anime it's i like some of the cutesy love story stuff um like we had um what's that one we were watching uh, last year uh uzaki chan like that was fun and that it, yeah it's like some bullying and there's, and teasing a, there's that in there, other but, one there's that other one where where the characters are in middle school and it's uh it got turned into an anime. I've, 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 the name is eluding me for the moment, but it was Takagi San. That's it. <laughs> oh, jeez. That one was that one was really cute, and it doesn't hurt that the uh, that the author slash artist of the manga also has a uh, flash forward uh, uh, spin off where it shows them in the future married with a kid. So it's like it's got lots of warm funnies or fuzzies in it. <laughs> warm funnies. <laughs> 
Well, you know, warm fuzzies. A, I excuse, excuse my phraseology. Uh, we got Serpent in the uh, chat room. Says uh, Serpent is reading the Nagatora manga, and it seems like it should be a tedious anime. Yeah, I think that might be. Yeah, so it, it, it definitely feels tedious as well. Yeah, I'm watching a few other things as well. Yeah, what do you got? One of which, um, I think the episode comes out actually after our show tonight, the first episode. I'm watching the second season of Isekai Mao because I watched the first and because I do enjoy my fair share of tits and ass. Who doesn't? <laughs> There's also this other one. Seijo no Mariuko wa Beno desu. I don't know what the English title of it is if it even mm. has one yet it doesn't look oh here the saint's magic power is omnipotent and it seems it seems kind of cute so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna watch it at least through the third episode and then decide am i gonna continue watching this because i am a sucker for cute girls doing cute things in anime even if there's only one instead of a whole bunch of them like normal uh, I'm watching. I'm watching the uh, slice of life spinoff for uh, for Tensor and Nikki, the the slime anime. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's all kind of low risk, I guess, because you can always, you know, if you mute it, you got those subtitles while you're on the Teams calls. No, I I gotta listen to the voices and everything. Ah. I can't mute the show. Oh uh, well. And I'm also watching this other one, Higewasoru Soshite Josikose wo Hero. Or in English, it is something it about is, a girl. <laughs> after being rejected, I shaved and took in a high school runaway. Is the English title? Uh, okay. And okay, it sounds like, like a it sounds like a light novel. Yes, and <laughs> the source actually is a light novel. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, <laughs> I've been reading the manga adaptation, and you think by that title, it's like guy get guy gets dumped, guy picks up a high school girl and hooks up with her and really more it's like he's not hooking up with her he's treating her like a little sister so it's creepy is what you're saying no it's not creepy creepy would be if he's like actually like hitting on her and shit hmm. and he's not he's like trying to get her to straighten her life out he's like you can stay here until you're ready to move back home but don't, like, fuck yourself around any worse than you already have sort of thing. Looking out for her. Okay. Like, like what, a, what a guy would do if he had a little sister. That's how he's treating her. And it's, it's not too bad so far. I mean, it's getting, it's getting the three-episode rule. If, if I feel like it's not, it's not up to par with what I've read in the manga, then I'll probably drop it, or I'll just be a retard and keep watching it anyways, because... That's what I seem to do with almost everything, except there is actually a show that I did drop after its first episode. And you remember when they did that episode about like the virtual idols? You mean a show about virtual idols? There was a show about and starring virtual idols. Were these the robot girls? Was this last season? This was not last season. This was like, was it 2019 that the, that this aired? I don't know what you're talking about then. Um, I've got to. I've got to look it up. I've. I know there is. What was it Genki Idol or something? Just aired the other. Uh, I didn't watch it. I, I, I caught some, you know, clips of it and uh, it looked kind of fun. But that was about idols, you know, uh, 
Here it is from 2019. Virtual San Mitteru. I don't recognize it at all. English title, Virtual San Looking. Okay. And I watched an episode of it and I was like, this is so fucking horrible. I can't, I can't handle this. If, and I dropped it after one episode. There's only a few things I've ever done that with. One was, yeah, Nagataro. The last time I remember picking up something that was just so trash, I couldn't get through it, was Akikan. That was a... Uh, I'm looking at the TV series. It looks like it was 2009. <laughs> it was a long time ago. But that was the... Uh, some anime about girls who turn into soda cans. And... Uh, it's just Ugh. it was too it was too much <laughs> it's as bad as it sounds it is, is what i'm just getting. as bad as it's and so though they had a war between the the uh, aluminum cans and the steel cans carbline's <laughs> oh in the chat says that's goofy she obviously does not go she has no idea how far the japanese go to fetishize just about anything that exists <laughs> so we had cans well you know we had all Cans, the tanks, the boats, the fighter boat planes. Okay, tanks? No, tanks. Tanks was different because that was the girls crewing the tanks. Oh, there's been but uh, uh, the... but airplanes on the other hand, and ships. Yeah. Well, we had strike witches, and uh, I, I'm into that. But that's more about history. That's what my story is, and I'm sticking to it. Rob Schneider is a stapler. <laughs> Thanks, Wadnam. <laughs> Thank you for the money and thank you for that uh, for that line. <laughs> oh boy. Well, what else do we got? Let me pop open my notes and see where else we got. Uh, apparently, it's Sexual Assault and Abuse Month. <laughs> I saw that on a uh, a banner on a website today, and uh, it's like, okay, well, Happy Sexual Assault and Abuse Month. <laughs> I'll get my jackhammer with a dildo on it. Oh my god! <laughs> Wait, like, should it be like okay, awareness I think, or I something? Think you, I think you just got the. I think you just got the show opener Wait, right there. there. There's no way I could top that. It, you know, it without context, you could take it any way you want, or any way you yeah, don't yeah, want. If you, yes, that's that's true. I you should have you should have screenshotted that banner for for throwing in the show notes because it sounds like. What you saw, if that was the idea that you had after seeing that banner, it, it could not have been providing the right it, context. It's missing a couple words, is all I'm saying. It was supposed to be awareness month or prevention month or something, but it didn't say that. It just said it's sexual assault and the, it hurt, what was it, sexual assault and sexual abuse assault month. Sexual assault and abuse month. <laughs> awesome, I'm going out to, I'm going out to smack and rape some bitches. There we go, hit my pedal. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck, and I thought I couldn't top what you said with the the dildo jackhammer. <laughs> oh my god! Let's use both of them. Fuck, oh <laughs> there's no way that I should be dragged to hell alone. Oh, you're the one who I'm always taking gets that. you with me. <laughs> All right, what do we got for? Ah! <laughs> All right, Doom guy, it is on. Okay, Alex, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Meanwhile, on the moon. What do we got to wrap yeah, this jump, up? Jumping back to abs in a six pack, I and need to get that collection of Alex Jones clips. No, you don't. Yes, yes, I no, do. You don't. 
show. Not uh, not even to use on our show. Just to play randomly at myself while I'm here at my desk working. You know, I think I'd be fine if you played a shitload of Alex Jones clips, but here's the caveat. You can use the clip to, like, cue yourself, you know, for what he says, but you just have to, instead of playing the clip, just say what he says with your own voice. It is on! There we go. See, that's better material than playing, if you're going to quote John C. Dvorak, why don't you just say what John C. Dvorak says instead of playing a clip? I think that'd be funnier. Oh, brother. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's the lizard people. The lizard. What was that band? It was King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. (laughs) The fuck was that band? Here, here, here. Here's another one. He's stroking something, not the mic. Stroking something, not the mic. They're trying to fuck with us. They're trying to fuck with us. That is. Yeah, it's better that way. Sir Bemrose, I've tried using the compressor that's... uh, that's built in here on voice meter and no you don't want that you do not fucking want that i you got all new fucking equipment i need to get all new fucking equipment now i need to actually get some real audio equipment instead of like a fucking usb mic and voice meter on the desktop (laughs) that is something i'm so sick of voice meter is bullshit yeah, I use a real compressor. Let me take, because we don't have any other topics to talk about in the show, we got to pad out a couple minutes. Uh, let me tell you what I actually have. I have, the day we started this podcast, I happen to have, what is it, a SM81? It is not a mic for vocals. It's a, uh, it's like an instrument mic. It happened to be on the stand, and it's been there for the last 40 weeks, because uh, I started using it, and I've got a cheapo preamp this is the tube mp uh it's the studio one it's the one that has that low pass filter on it that's the way i think of it not the one with the vu meter those are you know what vu meter stands for cold virtually useless because it doesn't Ah! fucking do anything (laughs) you can't do anything but but like check the magnitude of like a sine wave on it it's garbage um it's terrible. Don't use VU meters to level anything. Use a, you know, a true peak meter. Use my meter. ears. Use a true peak meter or RMS where you can adjust the window. Uh, then you actually R- know what you're measuring. What, what, do, what does Richard Stallman have to do with this? You see, you, what you do is you get the signal and you put it through Richard Stallman and uh, see what happens. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What do I got? Here's my signal chain. I got some wires that go on the floor. And I got a, uh, what is this? Some Behringer... POS used prosumer. Uh, it's actually a 1U rack mount um, compressor. It's a dual channel compressor. You use one channel on, and it has a little noise gate on, uh, and that's what does most of the leveling. So when I, so when I fuck up my audio knob <laughs> between shows, no one notices because this automatically uh, uh, puts me in the right place. The uh, I, I've been noticing you've been going red a lot today. The, Actually, have I told you that the red on uh, clean feed doesn't matter? It it doesn't matter at all because I'm not recording through clean well, feed. It, I'm sending you, were, you a boosted you version clipping, of me. The recording is done at a lower on level. My end at points when you were like hard red. Oh, oh well, I but then it. again, when I was doing my Alex Jones, um, I I'm pretty sure that I clipped as well, going deep into the red. You the the clean feed has a little bit of a boost, um, and that's. Basically, because I assume that I should be coming in kind of hot on your end. The uh, oh, you definitely are. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I, I, 
I actually record everything at a much a little bit of a lower level, so there's more headroom in the recording than you ever hear. Um, I guess if you, okay. unless you listen to the WAV file before it's produced. Um, and that's just to make sure that it doesn't clip and that we don't have too many problems. Though it, I know it clips sometimes. It doesn't matter. And then I got the Rodecaster Pro. Uh, and that's what I have my clips on. What? And uh, I got my mic is on this fader. Uh, Cold's on the USB fader. And I have a second channel, which is a playout from my... Um, computer and so i can listen to music on a different and fader and I can... was about to... so we can't play that that's copyrighted music no. uh, but uh that's what i can do mono music on. i think what i do is is like i'd have the i'd have the computer hooked in for like playing the music and and shit i'd actually have i'd actually have like my surface uh, plugged in as well and use that as the soundboard since I can use resonance on there or write my own that just like full screens for all the buttons oh, yeah. and then and the microphone of course all going into a board and then I guess the board would go back into the computer for me to send off to you yeah but I need to actually like price out all this equipment find this equipment I still want like a uh, I still want like an EQ that is more than just like bass and treble and i hear that fucking heartbeat <laughs> and so that way it? i can actually like because like i hear my voice and i hear it coming back at me i'm like that's not what i sound like in my head i want to i want to make what other people hear sound like what i hear for myself so like bring it down a bit uh take out some take out some regions or like dampen some regions at least that are making me sound more nasally than I hear in my own head. Mm. The um... unfortunately, I haven't been able to find anything like that. I can I can find shit where it'll <clears throat> where it'll level all the channels on on the EQ, but I just want to do that for my own the, right for the for the microphone channel. The psychology of how you sound to yourself changes um, after I've been talking into a mic and listening to it since. Um, I don't know, I guess I was 16 or something like actually younger than that, maybe 14 or 15. And at first I remember it sounded really weird, but now I sound, my, the recording of myself sounds exactly the way that I think I sound. And so it's not weird at all anymore, but I remember it being weird for like a long time. Um, then you get used like to it. how long? Years, just years. Yeah. But the, you, it, you get used to it after a while and then you become aware of how you're supposed to sound or how you do. What happens is this uh, facade, this imagined thing of how you think you sound goes away. And instead it's replaced by how you actually sound. And so, you know, well, your expectations now match reality and everything's okay. And, and you can get on with it. Well, it's not what you think you sound like. I mean, I mean like the sounds that you're making are like just traveling directly from your neck and skull into, uh, into your ears, right? And because of that, you always you always think you sound deeper than you actually are at first. But you can um, what I've my experience is that after a while, you kind of I don't know calibrate that out, and it's not surprising to hear your uh, own voice anymore. You just sound the way that you uh, expect to. Well, I'd rather calibrate my voice than calibrate my ears. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, right fuck all right what do you say we wrap this shindig up 
Yeah, I, I've I've had enough of embarrassing myself for the day. <laughs> All right, well, we get some uh, outro music. That classic outro music from those old field recordings. I love it. Yeah. Well, until uh, next week, I've been Abel Kirby. I've been Cold Acid. Adios. Adios. Oh, wait, there is something we did miss. What did we miss? Uh, I forgot. We, before we play out, I should mention, yeah, send, send us your value if you find any value in our show. I forgot that again. Yeah. Yeah, so go to rareencounter.net if you get any value out of this show. Send us your Bitcoin, send us your cash over PayPal. Uh, send us emails if, you, if you've if you got anything you, you like about the show or you hate about the show. I might actually read your hate mail out if you send me any. Make but up there's a, no promises on that. Make up a make new... Make up something, yeah. Make up a new word and send it to Cold Acid. Until next time. Would you lay down, honey, and die? Oh, I had a good woman. Let you lay down and die. Don't you know everybody tell me she wasn't satisfied?